breaking news from The Athletic. This is Craig Custins along with Aaron Portsline from The Athletic NHL's news group with a bit of breaking news here. The Arizona Coyotes have renounced the rights to 2024th round pick Mitchell Miller after additional details about Miller's past became public. In 2016, Miller and another teen from suburban Toledo were convicted in juvenile court of bullying and abusing Isaiah Meyer Crothers, including repeated racial slurs. Coyotes president and CEO Xavier Gutierrez said in a release today, we have learned more about the entire matter and more importantly, the impact it has had on Isaiah and the Meyer Crothers family. What we learned does not align with the core values and vision for our organization. So Aaron, let me start here. And from just a very kind of nuts and bolts perspective, what does this mean next for Mitchell Miller? Well, I mean, it, it means that he it goes. He remains, of course, at the University of North Dakota, as he would have as a freshman there. Uh, it means he's eligible for the draft uh, next year. They've mm-hmm. renounced his rights. So uh, as the NHL sees him, he's a free agent. Of course, he can't sign with somebody as long as he wants to be an NCAA player. Um, but, you know, the, the larger sense of what does it mean is, is it means that uh, the NHL uh, is wary of him, that, that the skills that he possesses as a hockey player, which I think every NHL team agrees, uh, his skill set is, is certainly uh, of a level that he's a draft-worthy player. Yeah. But it says that all of those teams also, um, maybe I shouldn't say all of those teams, but the team that drafted him, uh, the Arizona Coyotes now realize that his off-ice issues um, are not worthy of, of membership, if you will, uh, in the National Hockey League. I think the kid, um, if, if this were a one-off, if this were something he did that teams found um, despicable, distasteful, however you want to put it, and there was genuine remorse there that teams felt, I think it's something he probably could have gotten past I don't want to say easily, but but clearly passed. Uh, but his failure to do that is what gave so many teams pause. And, and clearly the Arizona Coyotes are, are saying that they've learned more about this. And that's what made their decision to renounce their rights to him. So, you know, he needs to prove uh, rather emphatically, uh, make a dramatic change, uh, I think, to to – make NHL teams see him uh, as no longer uh, that person being brought into their organization uh, and to be able to sell it publicly, which is not going to be an easy hill for him to climb. Yeah, I mean, there's so there's so much to unpack here, Aaron. And, and I, to really get at the backstory, I would encourage listeners to, to read Aaron's story that ran two days ago on The Athletic um, that details, details the situation. Um, and I think, you know, there's a lot, there's, I mean, it's horrific. There's no, there's no doubt about that. And, you know, what you said, I mean, remorse was the thing I think people were looking for. And, you know, this was a kid who had time as, as you reported to send a letter to every NHL GM, um, explaining with references, um, you know, explaining how he had changed, but not reach out to the family. And, and, you know, 
you know, we, we can talk about, you know, this this kid and, and when he did it and, and how long he should pay the price for it. But I want to talk about the victim and his family for a second, Aaron, because I know you've been in, in, in conversations there. Um, I mean, it's clearly still impact. It's been a couple of years, but it's clearly still impacting this family. Like that side of it, that is without debate. For sure. Um, the, the family says that the abuse, uh, first of all, happened well before the event uh, that led to his juvenile conviction for bullying and abuse. The, the abuse and bullying that the family says occurred uh, even after the fact. Um, and the, the torment continues. And, and um, the player he picked on, uh, the person he picked on is, has a developmental disability. Um, and so I, 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 know I don't pretend to understand all of that, but one can imagine that the ability to process what's happening and the fairness in this world is almost in, impossible. Uh, it's impossible for anyone. Uh, and, and yet the, you know, for the, for Isaiah, the young man who was the victim here, uh, to see what he went through, to know the name of the person who did this. And then to see that person celebrated uh, with a full ride scholarship to North Dakota, uh, to see that person celebrated uh, by being drafted in Arizona, it's in all of the local newspaper, local kid drafted by NHL team. That's not a that's not a small story. Um, and the family and and the the victim has to has to wonder where is the fairness in this world, where is the equity, in all of this. And so the mom, upon his being drafted, Mitchell Miller fired off a scathing letter to the coyotes and i you'd have to think that letter got their attention yeah absolutely um from a coyote's point of view i mean this is just a complete mess and this is a breakdown on so many levels um if you just look this is a a team that's jammed from a hockey perspective jammed against a cap that needs young talent um because of this decision to renounce the rights to mitchell miller their first pick in this year's draft was a fifth round pick and Carson Bantle, who was the number one, hundred forty-two overall pick. So just just a mess. And you know, what what I don't, I can't wrap my head around, Aaron, is you know this wasn't like the there was this was a rush decision. I mean, part of, maybe it was because there was a regime change in Arizona, but there was a you know record amount of time to prepare prepare for this draft. There was a record amount of time to um, to vet Mitchell Miller to reach out to the family, which I, I believe you reported they never did. Right, the Coyotes did not talk to. The, the Vickers Correct. family, right? Um, you know, I, I, how do you think this is going to change how teams approach uh, maybe vetting prospects at a deeper level? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, this was not a secret. Um, right. This was not a, a secret at all. The Toledo Blade covered this as a juvenile case uh, when it occurred. If you, if you cared even a little bit about uh, the player you were drafting, at minimum, you'd think you would do a Google search. Um, I, I don't know what a background, maybe that's where you start. Maybe that's where you start. I don't know if, yeah. if a background check, uh, you know what that all encompasses. You'd think it would turn something up like this. And let's not also be naive to think. I mean, none of us. Uh, I probably let me start over. Probably all of us have things we did as teenagers that we would not want held up as an example of who we are, and and never be able to get away from that. Um, but you would think that you know four years on that the uh that the player the person would would have have sort of realized listen i i have some incredible opportunities in front of me 
I need to to make this as good as I can make it, even though it's a really bad thing that I've done. Right. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think teams are probably going to double down on what they look at with, with players to determine if they're going to draft them or not. I think, you know, let's not be naive and think that he wasn't going to get drafted if Arizona didn't take him because he, you know, we know of 10 teams, maybe there are more, who took him off their draft list entirely. Um, but there may be teams that right now are breathing a really deep sigh of relief that Arizona took them, took him when they were when they were ready to. Um, so I, I think there's a lot of a lot of uh, soul searching probably going on in hockey operations departments, uh, certainly with their amateur scouting. Yeah, absolutely, and I, and I agree because you know when you talk to teams, they're like, well, you know, where do you put him on your list? I think some flagged him, and I don't know exactly what that means. Does that mean you don't draft them, or do you not draft them later? And you know, in in light of all of this, I, I, I agree with you. I'm sure there are teams that are like, this is, they may have dodged a bullet here, and and hopefully it does lead to some real um, examination of of how you vet a player, especially one with with this kind of backstory. Yeah. And it, well, let me, let me add this real quick too. I, I think the other thing that, that should be allowed yet still, if, if we are people who believe in um, ultimate forgiveness and grace, and, and I think the family of the victim, I don't think they're celebrating today. In mm-hmm. fact, I know they're not celebrating what happened today with the coyotes renouncing their rights. What they want is for, the player, uh, Mitchell Miller, the person, more importantly, Mitchell Miller, to show actual remorse, to finally have a hard lesson in life that serves as a wake-up call to to be better, to get better, uh, to realize what he did was wrong, and to make a better path. He's still a very young person with a lot of life left, and there's plenty of opportunity uh, to make to make good on this. It never goes away. Uh, but there's still there's still a chance there uh, for forgiveness, I think, from the victim and the victim's family if full remorse is shown. Hmm. Well, Aaron, thanks for all your, your reporting on this. Uh, thank you for, for joining this podcast. And I would encourage listeners to go to the Athletics' new headlines section for much more on the story, uh, including more perspective from Aaron, along with Ryan Clark, who will be filing a, a, another story later today. To get access to all of The Athletic's great sports content, visit theathletic.com newspod, where you can join for just $1 per month. 